the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. You see, we should, uh, we should exercise the spiritual discipline, discipline of fasting privately and carry on with the regular activities of life at the same time. You can fast and still be yourself in the Lord. You don't have to go announcing, I'm fasting today. I'm going without water for half a day. Maybe you need to keep the water. You do need, you do need to loosen up inside. Amen. So, so uh, I, I, watch, watch, watch. Some, don't be extremist. You know, so drink your water. And some of us could miss a meal or two. Now, some of you can't miss a meal because of medicine. Well, I take medication. I got to have medicine with my food. Well, there are other things you can fast. Fast the television. That's not going to kill you. That's right. Fast, fast, fast talking, fast not talking so much. That's right. Fast thinking before you speak. Well, that's not going to hurt you. So don't worry about the food if you got uh, you take medicine. Um, uh, Fast, fast, a prideful spirit. Guard against that. Uh, Fast, uh, a, a second helping of food. See, fast sweets. Yeah, fast caffeine. You see, so there are a whole lot of things you can do without. You know what's got you. You know what has a hold on you. How many of you know what's got you? How many of you know what has a hold on you? You know exactly what it is. That's what you need to be fasting. Okay. We should exercise the spiritual discipline of fasting privately and carry on with the regular activities of life at the same time. When fasting is kept between God and us alone, the Lord will bless us for practicing it in the way prescribed in Scripture. Verses 17 and 18 says, But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. But to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Fasting was never meant to be put on spiritual display before people. In the days of Christ, some would neglect their appearance. They wore dirty and torn clothes to show folk they were fasting. They kept their hair unkempt. And also covered themselves with dirt and ashes to portray themselves as righteous and spiritual. 
The recognition by men was their reward again, just like in prayer. What makes fasting so powerful? You need to write these down. I have more than I can give you, so I had to actually scale it back because I know that um, uh, the the tension span of today's people is so short unless they're in a three-hour movie (laughs) or unless they're watching movies at home and the fourth and uh, game go 18 innings in baseball. I know somebody said, I don't like baseball. Okay, well, uh, 12 rounds of golf. Okay, fishing all day and, and get one fish. You can do all of these things. So what, what you say, and whatever else I didn't call. So uh, the tension span is so short when it comes to the things of God. And I wonder why. Matter of fact, I, I would probably pass out if, if a group of you came up and said, Pastor, we let out of church too soon. <laughs> what, what makes fasting so powerful? Number one, fasting and prayer enables you to withstand peer pressure. We all have peer pressure. First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company. I say bad, say bad company. Bad company corrupts good character. Mess up your character. Boldness to stand alone for your faith. You need to be fasting about that. Uh, fasting for biblical convictions. When the world is saying everything else, peer pressure, your friends, the teachers, your relatives, I mean close relatives are saying the opposite of what you believe according to this word. And it takes boldness to tell folk that you're related to, that's not my biblical conviction. Speaking the truth in love with a, with a gentle spirit, it takes fasting and prayer. Many fail to live holy because of the corrupt influences they allow to come into their lives and even remain in their lives. Corrupting influences. You let it just set there and saturate your life and corrupt your life. There are people that you can't get rid of. Our Lord will help you live the successful Christian life when you determine to purge your life of anything or anyone that separates you from Christ. Let's transition. At what point does one know when to sever certain relationships? That's just not for for teenagers and those who are 21 and 22. It's also for you who are 45, 50, and 70. At what point does one know when to sever certain relationship? A, when that relationship causes you to begin to decline spiritually. You start declining because you're around this person. It's your frat brother, your sorrow, your homeboy from the hood. You know, then you need to cut off ties. You need to separate several relationships uh, when that relationship brings out the worst in you. Every time you're around this particular person, the worst come out of you. Your language change. You start cussing. You start acting a fool. You start being stupid. If people are going to make you act stupid, get away from stupid people. See, when the person you associate with, you sever the relationship, when the person you associate with 
is non-repentant and under divine chastening. You need to get back because if lightning strike it, you're going to get struck too. When the person you associate with is non-repentant and under divine chastening. Uh, uh, let me give you some scriptures on this. It's so critical. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 14 says, take note of those who refuse. Look at that. Who refuse to obey what we say in this letter, in this epistle. Stay away from them so that they will be ashamed. Now some folk in their sin can't get ashamed because you too lovey-dovey with them. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11, also says, when I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sins. Don't associate with them. They'll contaminate your life. But I wasn't talking about unbelievers. He said, I'm not saying separate from unbelievers. How are you going to get away from unbelievers? It's impossible. Who indulge in sexual sins or who are greedy or swindlers or idol worshipers? You would have to leave this world to avoid people like that. You can't get away from sinners. The world is filled with sinners. Verse 11. What I meant Paul was saying that you are not to associate with anyone. Say anyone. Anyone who claimed to be a Christian yet indulges in sexual sins or, in, or is greedy or worship idols or is abusive, abusive to children, abusive to wife, abusive to a husband, abusive to uh, parents or drunkards or swindlers. And look, if, it says don't even eat with such people. Don't work out with them in the gym. Don't, don't go to the sport bar and watch the game. Ooh, look how quiet it got in here. Oh, y'all. He said, but that's my cousin. Cut him, cut cousin to loose. Don't let cousin send you to hell. I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. Don't even eat with them so that they can fall under conviction about their sins. So that they can repent. How do they repent? If, if, if you so, oh God, how you doing? I'm Facebooking. I can't defriend you. Don't even eat with such people. Now, who didn't understand that scripture? Now, I don't understand the Bible. Yes, you do. If you don't understand it, it's because you choose not to understand it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> At what point does one, accept, one sever a relationship? You must sever a certain relationship when God releases you from them. Don't hang around anyone that God is releasing you from. Beloved, it's very dangerous to hold on to something or someone when God has instructed you to let them go. And some of you, I declare, you should have let them go 30 years ago. And you kept them to your own demise. Kept them till they put your life in a crisis. Romans chapter 8, verses 35, uh, 38 through 39 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword. 
For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, any other created thing shall shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Your relationship with Christ, listen to me good, beloved. Your relationship with Christ must transcend all other relationships. No relationship should should transcend uh, your relationship with Christ. Your relationship with Christ transcends all of the relationship, which means that you must treasure your relationship with Christ. You need to protect your relationship with Christ and allow nothing or no one, absolutely no one, to separate you from Christ. Let's go to another insight on prayer. Why? What makes prayer so powerful? Fasting and prayer. Fasting particularly so powerful. Wise decisions are made through fasting and prayer. When you're fasting, you make better decisions. You make the right decision. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He'll tell you what to do when you're fasting. He'll give you clarity of mind. He'll give you a spiritual insight. He will illuminate your thinking and he will navigate your thinking right into God's perfect will. The will of God, you see, the will of God is revealed through the word of God. You want to know the will of God? Read the word of God. The will of God is revealed through the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. The will of God is revealed through acknowledging Christ in your decision making, in doing your taxes, in rearing your children, your grandchildren. Wisdom on the job, wisdom with your supervisor, your boss, fasting help you to connect better. God desires you to know his will for your spouse. He wants you to know his will for your children. He wants you to know his will for your aging parents or uh, single parents. He wants you to know his will as you deal with your children, even when they are adults. God wants you to know his will for your education, where you should go, what school, his will for your career. You want to know God's will for your finances, God's will for major purchases, God's will for decisions through your health challenges. What doctor, second opinion, medication, all kinds of things as it relates to your health. Before making major decisions, here's what you must do. How many of you have some decisions you got to make? Let me see some major decisions. Look at all the hands go up. Uh, let, let, let me give you this to help you in the process. I'm glad you're here today. Before making major decisions, you must do these four things. Number one, pray to God. If you don't pray to God, you say, well, God, I know what I'm doing. I, I don't need you. I got, I, I got this. Yeah, you're going to mess up your life. Pray to God. Number two, have a plan from God. When you pray to God, he'll give you a plan. He'll give you a plan. 
And I, I tell you what, when you go to God, and his plan will shock you sometime. God, you want me to do this? He said, yeah, I don't know. You better do it. Pray to God, have a plan from God, then have the peace of God. God will give you peace in the midst of the decision. If you struggle, if you don't have peace, it, uh, then you, you wait until God gives you the peace. And then number four, have permission from God. God says, yes, do it, do it. If he says, no, don't do it, don't do it. If he says, wait, wait. I'm going to do what I got to do. I can't wait. God, God you, I, surely God want me to do this now. You better stop talking uh, yourself into trouble. The decisions we make today will have consequences that will bless or burden us for years to come. Let me just say that again. That got by some of you. The decisions you make today will have consequences that will bless or burden you for years to come. Thirdly, what makes fasting so powerful? Fasting unleashes spiritual power that that cannot be brought on by human wisdom. It, it, it gives power that human strength can't give. It gives power that psychology cannot give. Fasting gives power that psychotherapy cannot give. Fasting gives power that transcendental meditation cannot give. Fasting gives power that yoga cannot give. Fasting gives power that philosophy cannot give. Fasting gives power that even education cannot give. You can be educated and powerless. Uh, fasting and prayer is powerful. It is the most powerful thing in your life that you can do. Fasting come as a result of surrendering and acknowledging that your challenges and difficulties are beyond your intelligence and physical abilities. Let me just say that again. You know, it's so much truth coming at you now, you can't hardly grab it all. Fasting comes as a result of surrendering and acknowledging that the challenges that you are facing even now and the difficulties that you are even facing now are beyond your intelligence and beyond your physical abilities, which causes you to cry out to God and invoke his supernatural power into your adverse circumstances. Let me just say, I have to say it one more time. I know some of you are writing and, and truth is worth repeating. You need to get this in your soul and in your spirit. Fasting comes as a result of surrendering and acknowledging that your challenges and difficulties are beyond your intelligence, beyond your physical abilities, which causes you to cry out to God and invoke his supernatural power into your adverse circumstances. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15, 17, 19, and 21 says, Lord, have mercy on my son. Some of you have a child like that. Child driving you crazy. Some of you got a teenager like that. A young adult like that. A, a small child. Some of you, uh, in this case, uh, uh, this child was epileptic. And he suffered severely. And the, and the devil got in the illness. Let me tell you something. The devil can get in anything. The devil can get in a doll. The, 
The devil can get in hogs. Remember the hogs? The devil can inhabit a whole lot of things. The devil can get in you. Some of you may have a devil and don't know it. Lord, have mercy on my son. That's the greatest thing you can say for your child that's wayward. Your child that have physical challenges, mental challenges. Your child that's undisciplined. Your child that's wandering from the teachings of the parent. But the greatest, the greatest prayer a parent can pray in, on their children is, Lord, have mercy on my son, my daughter, for he is an epileptic. I mean, get specific with God. Lord, he's got some stuff. Don't, don't tell God that. Don't say he got some stuff. Say what the stuff is. He says here, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire. Look, that's suicidal tendencies. And I'm amazed at the, I was looking at stats the other day on young adult and children who have suicidal tendencies. It is off the chains. I mean, they are dead before they get 15, 21, 30, gone. This child had suicidal tendencies and it was, it was because of demonic activities. You say, how do you know he has suicidal tendencies? For he often falls into the fire. Now, just because you're epileptic don't mean you're going to jump in fire. You know, there was a power behind that. And offered into the water. He was trying to drown himself. There are kids trying to do that today. There are adults trying to do that today. Trying to kill themselves. Then Jesus answered and said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? And look, I love this. Bring him here to me. I tell you what you do. Bring that boy to Jesus. Bring that girl to Jesus. I don't care if they're grown. I don't care if they're 50. Bring them. Sometimes they get crazy at 50. And you 90, they crazy. Bring them to Jesus. Bring that cousin to Jesus. Bring that God child to Jesus. Bring that neighbor child to Jesus. Bring anybody to Jesus. He says, bring them to me. And you know what? That's why we have problems that's prolonged, because we don't bring them to Jesus. You know, now we are living, I'm going to say this as delicately as I can, because people have a way of, having selective hearing. Hey, I've been doing this over 36 years, so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, you, you have people out there who, want, who think they can medicate the devil out of people. <laughs> y'all, get, y'all miss what I said. Well, they need more Ritalin. They need more this. They need more that. Oh, oh, oh I'm at the last pill. And they're getting worse. They need this, they need that, they need this, they need that. Now, I'm not saying they don't need it, and I'm not saying throw away the medicine bottles. You're not going to sue me. You do that. If medication is warranted, for heaven's sake, give it to them. Okay? I mean, God give knowledge, doctors knowledge, and there are new discoveries in medicine and all these things. I think that has its place. But there's a such thing as over-medicating society, and making medication the cure-all. 
You, you understand the difference of what I'm saying? If you understand me, say amen. amen. He says, bring them to me. Let me deliver them. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus private, privately and said, who, 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 why couldn't we not cast it out? God, we couldn't do nothing with this boy. Jesus says profoundly in verse 21, however, this kind does not come out or go out except by prayer and fasting. There are some things in your life you cannot get rid of apart from fasting and prayer. Did y'all just hear what I said? That was a, y'all need to write that point down. If you don't, if you don't understand, if you don't, get another point. There are some things that are true in your life with your family, with your husband, with your child, with, with, with people on that job, in your own mind, some stuff in your own life that you can't get rid of apart from fasting and prayer. He said, except by prayer and fast. This is Jesus talking. How many of y'all know Jesus know what he's talking about? Say amen. amen. Now, number four, I'm almost done. Power fasting breaks self-deception. I, you know, I wish I was on CNN, Fox News, CNBC, and I, I wish I could do this message right. Uh, take me to Washington, D.C., somebody. Let me, let me get to Congress and Senate. And let me just do the same message. They, you know what the problem? They probably throw me in the sandal saddle. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.